Hi, please allow me to introduce you to American Tributaries, a podcast which will unfold as a modern-day Lewis and Clark journey through the various currents of people in America. This is episode zero. At the time of me recording this episode, I've actually already done interviews with some wonderful guests, but I realized that I, as a starting point of this series, should also introduce myself. Hence, this episode zero. There are two important matters I should address up front. First, I'd like to thank some people out there in the podcasting world that have helped me get to this point. Two gentlemen who shared insights about how to do this, uh, Lex Kiefopper, who hosts the Environmentally Conscious Who's Saving the Planet podcast, and Paul Schneider, who works with uh, sound at the company Magnificent Noise. I'd also like to thank two other people who, in addition to sharing some valuable guidance, actually had me on their podcasts. Valerie Caruso, who hosts the wine-related Glass in Session podcast, and Clay Williams, who hosts the Inspirational Plan A Conversations podcast. So thank you to Lex, Paul, Valerie, and Clay for helping me uh, get on this path. The second matter I'd like to dispense with is the podcasting mantra that the riches are in the niches or the niches. In other words, to be successful, focus on a specialized or hyper-specialized topic. If you subscribe to that, this podcast may not be for you. But if you want to start opening your mind to the boundaries of your everyday bubble, if you want to experience the flow of America among its countless currents of humanity, if you want to learn about America from America, if you want to see the many reasons for hope and celebration about America, then I'm making this podcast for you, for us. So I guess that is the niche American tributaries will occupy hope in and celebration of America. But we should probably rewind a bit. Who am I? My name is Michael Whitten. I have never done a podcast before, so this will be real. This will be unplugged. I'll be learning as we go, and that may be readily apparent at times. I never regularly listened to podcasts until the last six months or so when I started to appreciate the the deeper discussion that the format allows and the freedom it gives listeners to engage podcasts when their hands are free, when their hands are busy, but their minds are free, like if they're exercising or driving or, in my case, like washing dishes. Uh, I'm a 30, I wish I was a 30-year-old man. I'm a 50-year-old man living in a three-ish bedroom apartment in Brooklyn, New York. I grew up on Long Island nearby. Since then, I've lived in a few other places. Philadelphia, where I went to school, Newport, Rhode Island, and Japan. I've worked a number of different jobs in the U.S. Navy, where I was a commissioned officer as a corporate attorney for almost a decade here in New York, and for the last 12 years in the wine importing and distribution business. I have family and friends who I adore. I have colleagues and clients who I humbly respect. I have an amazing wife and three wonderful children who inspire and challenge us every day, every minute. There are good days and great days. There are bad days and excruciating days. I strive to be a better person today than I was yesterday, but I like to think I'm not as good as I'll be tomorrow. I certainly don't have it all figured out and never will, but I keep trying to learn more and do better. In other words, I'm like hundreds of millions of other everyday Americans in this vast country of ours. I'd like to make a few points about the enormous indeed ginormous size of the United States. Our population of 330 million is the largest in the world behind only China and India. Our territory of 3.6 million square miles 
is the fourth largest behind Russia, Canada, and China. Yet, after you account for land like deserts and tundra, we have more arable and livable land than any of them. We take for granted how much physical space we're blessed with here. And there are some examples uh, that I thought I would highlight how far apart we are and how much we take that for granted compared to other parts of the world. You probably think a place like Dublin, Ireland and Naples, Italy are worlds apart, but they're actually closer than Brooklyn and Oklahoma City. Or you can take two other vastly different European spots, Amsterdam in the Netherlands and Transylvania and Romania. They're closer than Boston, Massachusetts, and Birmingham, Alabama. And last, consider England, take Dover, and Istanbul, Turkey. They're closer than San Francisco and Kansas City. So when we read the news, watch the news, look at the clicks, whatever, I think it's important to pause and realize just how far apart we are and how much we expect people in far different areas, far more distant areas to, to be like us. I started this podcast because we're bombarded by too much noise asserting that there's only one truth, demanding that we take sides, that we become outraged, that we find fault, that we are divided, that insist we are different, irreconcilably different. In the past, I've given into that onslaught. But as best I can, not anymore. I won't buy it. I don't believe it. I won't accept it. You can slice and dice us by religion and race, politics and profession, gender and orientation, age and education, Gen X and Gen Z. But those are all simply trappings, important trappings, certainly, and fundamental to our individual identities and existences, as well as our group survival in some cases. But they're not what unify us keep us under the same flag, sharing the same land, relying on the same infrastructure, shielded by the same military and represented by the same form of government. We are united by our individual journeys to make sense of this confounding world, to overcome our respective mortal shortcomings, to make positive impact on those around us, to find and improve our little piece of land on this planet, to leave a legacy for which we can hold up our head and to do so unconstrained as much as possible by unfairness and injustice. I believe the United States was founded upon egregious original sins. We can't deny that. But so many nations labor under horrific, historic, if not ongoing transgressions, and we have to learn how to admit those faults, address those faults as best we can, but also move forward and not be held back by the progress we can still make. I believe the objective of our nation to form a more perfect union is an inspired creed. It forever challenges us, yet acknowledges our inevitable human fallibility that we'll never attain perfection, and perhaps we never should. I believe we are a nation of the uprooted, voluntarily or forcibly. We are people who collectively, for better or worse, are more reliant on ourselves, less dependent on others, and more resilient overall than most other peoples on earth. I think back to you know, my ancestors, whether they came from England in the early 1700s or from Germany in the late 1800s or you know, Italy in the beginning of the 1900s. I think of my wife's family who had to got on a plane and flew from Taiwan and settled in New Jersey. All those people had to leave the comforts of their community, of their family, where maybe they lived for centuries. 
and they had to figure it out. I figured out a new life here. We are freer than anyone else to pursue and achieve self-actualization and happiness, given the character of our country. Consequently, our nation has long been and will always be one of the world's foremost engines of innovation and evolution. I believe in our country because I believe in everyday Americans and these traits that unite us. That doesn't mean we haven't gone gone astray. I believe we have. Most people and families work much harder for less comfort than a generation or two ago. There are way too many injustices and unfairnesses that hold people back of all colors, all stripes. There are very few who are exploiting technology and scraping from our human inefficiencies to make themselves millions and billions of dollars, then doubling down on a system that makes it punishingly disadvantageous to be a human with human emotions, inefficiencies, and shortcomings. I believe deep down that most of us rightfully want to go backward and forward, back to a time when America felt like it was the apex of civilization and we could do anything we set our hearts and minds to, but forward to a time when that feeling could be enjoyed by all. The American Tributaries podcast will harness the benefits of modern technology to dive into the flow of everyday Americans, to rediscover America, to see the hope in America, to celebrate America. Because the troublemakers and the selfish, the doomsayers and the pessimists, the cynics and the hopeless, they have no crystal ball. They choose to see only the worst and predict accordingly. Because when we hit difficult times, those who find the path out, those who find the light, those who are catalysts for the rebirth, are those who choose to seek the light. The American story is still unwritten. And the next chapter will be our best yet. This I choose to believe. While I've never done a podcast before, I have spent the last 12 years interviewing wineries from all over to discover their unique, compelling essence. Wineries in Spain, France, Italy, Germany, New Zealand, Australia, Argentina, Chile, as well as across the states, New York, Oregon, Washington, California, Michigan. I wish to do the same among us everyday folks. What are the insurmountable challenges we each overcome? What are the highs and lows of our workday? What are the loves and lows of our hometown? What makes each of us special? What is our essence? And what makes each of us American? There's no reason to discuss politics here because politics is a manifestation of our collective will and our collective will is a manifestation of each of us. By coming to understand ourselves better during the American tributary's journey, we will transitively come to understand our politics better and perhaps even come to shape it ourselves. You can think of these upcoming interviews as perhaps listening in on strangers, hopefully interesting, meeting for the first time, perhaps over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or a can of beer. It could be over the fence in the, the timeless town of Mayberry, or a stoop in Brownstone, Brooklyn, or the counter at a roadside diner, or a post-game family gathering after your kid's soccer or baseball game. I'm really excited about who we'll get to talk to. We, I'll be starting with my good friend Eric from South Carolina, who I met through a group called Braver Angels that was founded in 2016 to help build bridges across the political spectrum. We'll be talking to a college classmate who's now a scientist at 
NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratories and is in, uh, managing some uh, really exciting projects. We'll talk to my longtime friend, Frank, who is one of the heroes in the last few years. He's a teacher in New Jersey. And we'll be talking to my Navy friend, Captain Josh Himes, who's responsible for managing the battlefield intelligence of an entire aircraft battle group. These discussions will be guided by what I consider the trinity of civil discourse, respect, curiosity, and compassion. I look forward to you joining me in this journey as we meet America. Thanks so very much.